It's been a long time, but the boys are back. Welcome back to the Townstone Financial Show, where uh, all your questions are answered. Townstone Financial, uh, NMLS number 136639. Um, my gosh, what a lot has happened. What's uh, happened behind us? Oh, I don't know. There. Some. Oh, there we go. Yeah, some issue. Let's let's size ourselves up. Let's like, yeah. See, I've been working out. Making See, I'm bigger. bigger now. Yeah, we can float around the studio like it's nobody's business. Um, but yeah, I mean, today the news everyone's talking about is Russia's invasion of Ukraine, which we were talking earlier. I said, hey, Barry, you know, this is the news event. Look at the market. And uh, you were saying, you know, today's sell-off in, in stocks, uh, you didn't think it had anything really to do with Ukraine. Or am I, am I mischaracterizing your thought? I don't know. Didn't everybody know he was going to invade? Well, that was my point. I was saying, you know, for – it feels like months now. I don't know, weeks, months. But uh, – you know, the Biden administration and himself ha have been, you know, coming out what seems like daily, you know, warning like, you know, Russia's going to invade Ukraine. Russia's imminently. It's it's going to happen now. It's going to happen tomorrow. Or but, you know, Russia's going to invade full on invasion of Ukraine. Um, and if the market believed that, wouldn't the wouldn't we not be seeing, you know, big swings today? It would have already been somewhat priced in. It's like when the Fed says we're going to raise interest rates, the market moves when the Fed makes the announcement, not when the Fed actually move. You know, makes the formal change to to the the interest rate there. So, to me, it it indicates basically, and maybe rightfully, the market did not trust American intelligence because American intelligence, you know, hasn't hasn't had a great the track record recently with, you know, uh, you know, weapons of mass destruction, Iraq. What about the um, hundred and something thousand troops that were on the border that, that, uh, I mean, that was a pretty good indication, know that. but, but, <laughs> but there were still commentators and especially, you know, inside Russia, it was more seen as kind of a war game, not, you know, like threat, not, not that, that the, they're actually going to do it. I mean, there's there's a lot of people in Russia, academics, I'm sure more on the left, but surprised, you know, people that have been studying Putin for decades and are, are kind of surprised that he actually did this here. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, the U.S. has been telegraphing it for God knows how long. So it should have already been built in to the market. But, you know, overnight, I guess it Someone was watching the news last night. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't, I wasn't surprised. Um, the market's now only down 500. But oh. the good news is the bond, bond uh, interest rates got a little better today, but now they're back. Yeah. The 10 years is back over 1.93. I mean, the trend right now is not your friend, Barry, when it comes to, to mortgage interest rates. Um, do you see, because, you know, today is, is February 24th, 2022. I would say we're our or a full percentage point higher, whatever rate I quoted you two months ago back in December before Christmas, you're going to be a percentage point higher on that rate today. Um, I've been doing this 
almost at my 10-year anniversary, and this is probably the fastest, because I've, I've seen it go both ways. Rates go up, rates go down, but this is probably the fastest increase I've seen in my 10 years of doing this, unless I'm missing a, a period. But, um, you know, this was a, a really quick increase. Um, yeah, it really didn't stair-step. It just went straight. But but do you see us finding some sort of range or pattern, you know, for the for you know for the foreseeable future, or is it because at least right now, I, any of my clients, as soon as we can, I'm advising us lock it in, because I we just saw how much worse it can get. I I don't see why what's stopping it, you know, from going up another percent. And to those I mean, folks gets, hearing gets, the hammering it gets, noises. It gets, gets to a number where you want to own mortgage-backed securities over 4%. You know, it's yielding 4%. That's a lot of money right now for someone on a fixed income. So, I don't know, somewhere. We're, we're back to where we were basically before the pandemic. Yeah. How much higher can we go? I don't know. I just put gas in my car the other day. It was $90, so... Um. Obviously, there's inflation. Anything that you want to buy, you go to the grocery store. It's and that's extremely why high. So, if, but the the Fed's going to put the brakes or try to apply the brakes to inflation. Inflation, and so they're going to raise short term rates, which really shouldn't really affect us. Excuse me, the mortgage industry that much when because they're going to be raising short term rates. I mean, could they create a problem? I assume right now, but you you know, there's so many other issues going on right now with the economy and everything else. I it's very hard for me to think. Could rates go back down? Yeah, you know how rates could go back down. You go back and hide under your bed for another month. So another uh, another uh, variant that that right. scares people like me. Fair enough. Um, and then there's a lot of debate here, you know, as we do hit this, you know, higher rate environment, the economist in me says, you know, says we should expect, you know, housing prices to come down because, you know, if X amount of people qualify to buy this house when rates are at 3%, there's fewer that qualify to buy that same house when it hits 4%. Now that we're but talking mortgage, you should probably give our license number. I did at the beginning of oh, the episode, but 136639, um, in, <laughs> in case you're the only one listening. But here's the thing. Purchase market still very, very strong. No inventory. There's no inventory. My house is for sale in downtown Chicago. If you want to buy a single-family home, please call here immediately. There's one inventory. There you go. There really isn't. Uh, um, it's the only house for sale in, the, in, in that area right now, single-family. Um, it is a in gorgeous the, in house. The, in the suburbs right now, there's hardly any houses for sale. But I have a feeling once the thaw gets out of this area, which it's really cold today, it's supposed to snow, that there'll probably be more people putting their houses for sale. But on the other hand... What's the bigger pressure? You know, rising interest rates well, or inflation? I mean, I have not had anybody that I pre-called earlier in October, November, December, call recently that we had to redone mm -hmm. that didn't qualify. But I would assume there's quite a few people that have that will have to lower their expectations on 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 how much of a 
purchase they're going to buy because of right. If you the were interest rates if, going if up, if you a were point. at a, at your limit on a house and you're getting a three point two five percent, and you were at the maximum, and we had to you know pay off a credit card or two at closing just to get you through, um, you don't qualify for the same loan at a full point higher because you were at the limit before. So that is a downward drag on home prices when there are less people qualified buyers. But the upward drag, as we've already mentioned, is inflation, higher cost of materials, construction, you know, getting the people at the actual work site because there's a labor shortage. Um, and, and of course, the inventory shortage, which leads to itself because if you're thinking of selling your home, but there's no place that you could buy because you've checked the market and you're like, oh, there's there's no listings that uh, of a place I'd want to move to. You know, you don't list the home. It has that snowball effect of keeping the inventory low. Um, so uh, uh, predicting if we're... Have we said where rates are? Rates are on the fours right now. Yeah. Low fours. Low fours. But they were low threes if we, you know... 30-year fix. Two months ago, 30-year fix. Low threes for a 15-year fix still. But... Um, but I don't know what have the you looked at an arm. Uh, I did maybe a, a week ago. It was how, it how wasn't was pretty. Wasn't no, good. it wasn't even. It wasn't. It wasn't competitive. There was like a small period, like last year, where they were like okay, um, or maybe right when they were rising this year. But yeah, they they weren't competitive la as of last week at least. Um, but but basically, what's going to be because I know a bunch of buyers are sitting on the sidelines. They saw this huge appreciation over the last two years, and they're just thinking, "Oh, that's just another bubble that's going to burst." And rising interest rates help support that that theory. But well, the other things don't that that the lack of inventory, the inflation, the labor shortage that doesn't tell me that. I know, but people call here all the time. And we're by no means any experts. I mean, how could we be experts on on home buying or prices? We're all, all we're doing is guessing based on what we've what we seen over years. And and I you know, and, and, and it just a guess is that because they're not building enough houses, I mean there's not a whole lot of home building going on, obviously for the for the demographics, for the number of people, um being born, actually, that's what Warren, why Warren Buffett bought all those home building, home repair, home tiles, home paint, and all that stuff. I mean, there's just not enough. So, and and the people that we've done mortgages for over the last ten to twelve years all had to put down money to qualify. So you don't have quote unquote the weak yeah, buyers there, there's that have not no going equity to be in there. Another two thousand eight. Well, that's that what, yeah. much I know. Yeah, that so. much I know. It's not going to be another two thousand eight. So if you're waiting on the sidelines expecting that, uh, get off the sidelines because you know th that that isn't going to be the case. There's not going to be mass foreclosures well, across. But the you country. don't know that for sure. That's just based on. I think well, what based on a lot. On? Based what? on. The, the the ability to repay rule and qualified mortgages. There you go. And, and whereas before, people were qualifying for their fourth home. People have equity based in their on People have skin in the game in all, almost all the homes that they bought. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so, so, so there might be some softening if, if we say, oh, it was uh, you know, overheated during COVID. 
But these other pressures, inflationary, um, labor, wages, material costs. Well, is it a good time to buy a house is what I keep being asked. Yes. I think it's always a good time to buy a house because who else is buying houses right now are the Warren Buffetts of the world, the big equity firms. They are buying them out to rent back to you, the people. To make money. Because they are going to make money. Right. Um, So why would you, if you're renting right now, I don't know why. I I know everybody wants to be mobile and they want to be tied down and blah, 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 blah. But when you're renting, you're not building any equity. So that's the reason why it's always a good time to buy a house because you... Most people, when they get into their, I don't know, 50s and 60s, the majority of their equity is, is, is in their, in their house. house. But but here's my fear, Barry, is that the combination... I say equity, wealth is in their house. The combination of rising rates without a corresponding fall in prices is going to put home ownership out of reach for more and more people. I, it's going to be owned by the few and the yeah, you know the you, 1%. You, but why do you think prices aren't going to go down a little bit? Maybe I, I a mean, little bit, but, I but or, not. Or how about this? Instead of prices going up, they they remain flat because rates are going up. And because if rates are going up, that's going to create less demand for for mortgages so 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 to me it's for certain price houses it's the individuals that suffer because they can't get the mortgages but the billionaire you know investment firm that that buys single family houses to rent back out to you they're not going to be deterred because they they see rents are going up as long as inflation is in been going up forever even before you just bought your house how many years ago you buy your house now four or five yeah uh, b- rents were going up. Of course, they, I mean uh, the real question is when don't rents go up? But but when it's I, when I was when I was first renting when I got to school rents were going up. But most of us need financing to get into a home. Most of us need a mortgage and the the cash buyers. So if rates go up and home values don't fall, that's what's going to happen. I think and I fear is is it's going to push people out of home ownership that otherwise you know should be. And it's going to lead to greater consolidation of wealth with those that already have it. Because if you are a cash investor, you know, you you don't care if rates are at 10 percent because you're buying it with cash and now you're renting it back out. So uh, they're supposed to be making it easier. They, They I mean, the government has made it easier to buy a house, FHA. Debt to income sometimes is going, but over it doesn't 50%. even matter. That FHA buyer is losing to the cash buyer. They're well, not to the cash, to the buyer. cash buyer, and you know, How and many that cash buyers are there. Th- this these last two years, there's been a ton, and it's and and private and private money and lots of it, Barry, lots of it, and and there's all these firms around the country that are gobbling up housing to rent it back to the people. Because so you want to stop the big guys from buying I, houses? I, I, either that, yeah, because because you can't compete as as a as a regular person putting an offer in with your mortgage contingency against somebody that's going to close in two weeks with cash, and so so I don't know what you do, but but I I, I I'm in favor of home ownership, and, and I believe that that's you know for for, for every American. You know, something we should strive for, and it's good for society. And we need, we, I wonder we need how many something. people actually bid against or have gone against some of these big companies that you say own all these houses. I'm not saying that they don't, but 
I mean, I know plenty of my clients have lost offers to cash buyers. I don't know if they were companies or individuals. Yeah, the big things, right, and the big companies. But, yeah, I mean. And they're not always cash buyers. They're just saying on the contract that that they'll do cash if they don't get a mortgage. Sure. Yeah, I mean, they're not always actually using cash. That's just their. But I I, I think. Make their offer look better. I, I don't know. I think there needs to be something where for your first home and a primary residence, you have to be somehow a better offer or 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 we have to limit what these what what these multiple homeowners and, you know, mega landlords are able to do. Because so you want socialism once again. I don't want socialism. Well, I want is. people you're, to own their homes. Socialism gonna, would just be limit, the government limit. owns all the ho- No, but I think it's like, you know, company A, you can't own 80% of the housing stock in this mile radius. Uh, just giving an example, you know, or you can't have the, this many um, because those people that are actually renting would be better off with that same payment if it was building equity for themselves instead of paying rent. It's so, yeah, I guess we're going to disagree on that, Barry, but I think what we can all agree on is get off the sidelines, let us help you qualify for that purchase. Um, It's still good time to refinance if you have an FHA loan today. Someone just got up called that had an FHA loan since 2009. Wow. Uh, they waited a while. So don't, and you she know. Just, and gl- she just wanted to get rid of her, her MI. You know what? That. And I don't want to shame anybody. It's There's crazy. no time that's too late. It, it's, uh, you know, take a look at that mortgage statement today. If well, you still have PMI, your house probably is higher in value you have right mortgage now. Mortgage insurance. Whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, upfront or, or monthly mortgage insurance monthly to mortgage the FHA or, or PMI monthly on your statement. There's a good chance your house has appreciated the last two years, and we can refinance you out of that to save you money monthly. I'm doing a ton of cash out refinances. People have, you know, were out of work or had a nice Christmas, whatever the case may be, you know, charged up those credit cards and doing either a cash out refinance to consolidate all of that, or home equity loans, home equity lines. You know, those can either come with adjustable or fixed rates. We're proud to be offering them now as one of our many products. But um, you just need to fill out a consultation form at townstone.com, and we will take care of you for the rest of it. And, you know, Barry hears me all the time. You know, hey, you're at a really good place right now. Given where the market's at, you shouldn't do anything. Or I think you should do X, but also Y is an option. It's up to you. Um, we're just information providers because we've got these, we've got products, we've got rates, we we know our guidelines, and you can't navigate it on your own. You need an expert when it comes and to hurry mortgages. up before the snowstorm. So yeah, Townstone. I would say mortgage experts can't be experts on predicting the future of interest rates or the future of housing prices or foreign affairs or anything. But we know our mortgages, and we know them damn well. We know cornbread sandwiches, don't we? I mean, I'm biased towards Manny's, but cornbread sandwiches. sandwiches. Um, Star Wars. Townstone.com. Can you believe we started this podcast and that was like, 
the first thing that that was it was like whenever that first Star Wars came out like of the the reboot that seems like eons ago you and Alec talking, and Alec Star, were talking Wars. Star Wars it was a big deal at the time but no one liked that trilogy me included so we all forgot about it um, but thank you for listening townstone.com uh, my direct line 312-896-2114 uh, won't say your name but I saw you called I'm gonna call you right back when we're done here Barry how do they reach you Call you. Call me. Or again, townstone.com, free consultation. And worst case, we won't do anything for you. Best case, we're going to save you a lot of money. So you have a great one. Um, Yeah. Thanks for listening.